Hi guys, welcome back to NMNP. We're we're coming back at you after a, a longer than um, anticipated delay, but um, we're back to bring you uh, hope in the form <laughs> of this nightmare of a movie. Um, I'm Jordan Noster, and I am the leader of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That sounds right. It's not, not, I agree. Not bad. I agree. Uh, I concur. And I'm with my own super friends, um, Andrew Wallace, a boy child. Yep, not wrong. <laughs> uh, and a half-eaten roll of wintergreen lifesavers, aka Alex Acosta. Damn, I could go for the other half of that crisp and refreshing right now. Yeah, yeah. We don't know how long those lifesavers have been in that pocket. Though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. They could have been there since Superman Returns. So yeah, that's this is true. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Don't you mean Man of Steel? Returns? Man of Steel Returns. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um, before I get to this. Um, very loud movie. Uh, we've got uh, one and a half questions from our Facebook page this time. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, Where's our Facebook page? Um, it's on Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, normal movies for normal people. Oh, okay. And um, on Twitter, at Golden Pounce. And you're fucking rearranging the whole format of the show by making <laughs> me do this stuff at the beginning rather than the end. <laughs> um, one might say we're reinventing the we show, are, right? By, yeah. by completely, For a modern audience. By completely misunderstanding what made it work in the first place. <laughs> All right. So this is life. So on to the, sh- on yeah. to the game show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Josh Wilson asks on Facebook, could Man of Steel Superman microwave a burrito so hot that it would kill thousands of innocent bystanders when he ate it? <laughs> he, he can uh, and will. <laughs> And not really care that much. Yeah, that's the big thing is that he won't. He could do it, but the innocent bystanders would not even cross his mind. No, like the the tidal wave of molten like burrito juice would not face him as he watches it scald and burn thousands. Of people yeah, to it's death. like yeah. right. Um, it's just it's just implied that this happens. You don't actually get to see it. He's certainly not going to like stop and look at them. Oh, the movie doesn't. It wouldn't imply it. Like it would have shots of people like For drowning sure. in these like yeah the like boiling yeah boiling oil as it engulfs Metropolis. Man of Steel would th- hurl the wrapper of the burrito and it would go through a building. Yes. Like, you would discard it, yeah. like, just absentmindedly, <laughs> and it would kill thousands of people. So the answer to your question is yes, he could do that. Most definitely. Yeah. Yes. Could and will. Yeah. Uh, and his follow-up question is, if I go crazy, will you still call me Superman? I don't know who the Superman is. No, I don't. This uh, grim, morose, uh, moody hero is the Man of Steel in this film. Right. Yes. A.K.A. Cal-El, uh, A.K.A. Clark Kent, no other names. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, okay, so this is um, this is one that we all anticipated doing much later. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I've, it's good. I think it's good that we're watching it now because um, um, Brian Singer's Man of Steel Returns uh, was not even <laughs> ten years before this. So this is like a quick, almost like Marvel esque reboot. Yes, um, and. Uh, Superman Returns was one of the more, I think, actually interesting movies that we talked about just because um, its flaws were so particularly bizarre um, in, <laughs> insofar as it was playing catch up to a movie from 
you know, a generation earlier. Uh, what did you oh, think? Oh, you mean Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. The, right. The yeah. Richard yeah. Donner, <laughs> Dick Lester one. Um, this movie is also playing catch-up, but not to a movie in the same series. It like the, We got to hit the, the giant elephant to the room and say that this is... Um, this is the start of the DC Cinematic Universe, which will continue with um, Batman v. Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice next yep. year, and then the Justice League and Wonder Woman and a uh, Flash. On and on. Yeah, on and, and on and on yes, and on. Um, um, and hopefully a Steel reboot with Do Jack. you think that they'll have, like, just as absurd <laughs> titles for some of the new characters? Like, it'll be, like, Boy of Speed <laughs> for The Flash. Uh, to be fair... Bat of Man. To be fair, I really, really hate the title Captain America, the first Avenger. I think that's shit. Like that's like studio. Uh, then you would love the Swedish version of uh, Captain America Two: return of the first. Avenger. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, this is like nerd stuff, but I think that's because in other countries, it's just called the first Avenger. Cause they didn't think calling a movie Captain America would like, yeah. you know, would endear it to like the English or the French or whoever they'd be like, who cares? Okay. Captain who? Well, right. it's a good thing we have fucking Disney executives on the show to clarify my oh, thank, my, yeah. my yes. incorrectness. But no, that that's that's. And, and for my next trick, I'll have you all buy Disney Infinity figures, right? Um, for my, the low low price of like eight million dollars, or whatever the hell they cost a figure, and you can only buy the yes. good ones in like packs of thirty. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> right. You can't put a price on joy. So there you go. Well, certainly <laughs> this movie suggests that because joy is not on the agenda. Uh, anyways, the, as I was saying, the DC Cinematic Universe starts here, um, immediately playing catch up to the non DC Cinematic Universe Christopher Nolan Dark Knight movies. Um, right. So Christopher Nolan is part here. He's credited with a story, um, a story credit with David S. Goyer and his. He's a producer as yeah, well. His his quote unquote fingerprints are all over this, uh, and that is the first and probably biggest mistake that's going on here. Is that um, tonally this is. This is applying the conventions and trappings of Batman to um, a character who is supposed to be a foil to Batman. I would say even beyond that, like, the structure. Yeah, the structure is a story huge is, And the idea of naming it, the, even the name of the movie, is very Chris Nolan. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. It's, no, sir. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's... I actually remember liking the title when they first announced it, but I didn't think it would be... So like exclusionary, like 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 I thought that it would at least acknowledge that this is the character that Siegel and Schuster created in the 30s. But like this is his very angry like 21st century counterpart. Like, yeah. <laughs> but am I wrong saying angry? Like, what do you give me a quick test? Um, Alex, give me an adjective to describe Superman in this movie. Fuck, I forgot. I'm not allowed to go. <laughs> yeah, he's the Man of Steel. <laughs> You 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 want an adjective to describe the Man of Steel? Yes. In Man of Steel. Yes. Um, like, like moody glower. No, that's not an adjective. Steely. Glowering. But <laughs> I hate you. Uh, yeah, moody. Mo- Andrew, angry isn't wrong. There's a like if you counted the number of times in which. Uh, the Man of Steel went like flew into a rage and yelled. It's more in this movie than all other Man of Steel movies combined. This is true. Um, and we got to the point where towards the end of the movie, um, uh, Man of Steel smiles, and you guys were both like, "What the fuck?" 
Like, why is he? What's this? What's that weird expression yeah. on his face? He can't be happy. I was worried that the Man of Steel suffered from a psychotic break. <laughs> well, and was like, if he's like, time to kill everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> then he flies straight at the camera, and the movie ends. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's so. Andrew, you're you're 100 right about not only the the tone, but also the the basic format of this movie. Um, you guys remember how in Batman Begins they take sort of like the first act with a lot of um, co- like they, they do it a lot in, in a sort of non linear way at the very beginning. So you get to see Bruce Wayne as a kid. You get to see him as like a young adult. You get to see him as a training samurai. Well, it, it's all like a catch up to the point where he leaves, le- uh, he leaves the league of assassins. Yeah. Right. League of shadows. League of shadows. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Point is, <laughs> <laughs> yes. When, do you want to be right he, or do you want to be wrong? Well, whatever. When he graduates from ninja school. By doing what? Um, <laughs> Eliminating the competition. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to guess choke slamming. But, um, yeah, no. So, but it's all like a catch up. Like it is all just something that is like a parallel storyline to get you to where he is, like where the start of Batman begins. Yes. And right. that's the first act. Like, there's no more flashbacks in that movie, I think, after, like, the first 45 minutes. They might have, like, occasional ones later. But, like, they, nothing, they, nothing. At they the, have a, they yeah. think the audience is stupid flashback where it's, like, Thomas Wayne explaining, like, why do we pick ourselves back yeah. up? But, <laughs> like, it's done. Like, the main character moments and story beats that are in the past are dealt with early on yeah that movie has a coherent act structure whereas in man of steel they are throughout the entire movie you are constantly breaking up the action to go back to like some really pointless midwestern like morality tale (laughs) it's not only pointless it's very (laughs) confusing he doesn't actually apply those morals to himself like if it's just a flashback to when his he learned something about like the importance of helping other people and then just doesn't follow them later on in the movie, it is a pointless flashback. It's also extremely obtrusive because, um, yeah, you've got, you've got, you've got young, like baby, man, of Cal, steel. Al, ba- baby Cal, you've got boy of steel, you've got boy of steel. Yes. You've got aimless teenager of steel. Yes. Uh, and you've got <laughs> adult of steel. Yes. And then you've got final reporter adult of steel. So you've got a lot yes. of, a lot of, this character's going a lot of places. Like he's 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 got a lot of um of goals to hit in his. This is sort of like a like a sweeping life story. Um, but but it also doesn't. It is it is a cradle to steel story. Is what <laughs> it, it is. is. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's well said. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Before we get too negative, I actually want to do a little experiment here. I want to go us go around because uh, I have this on my list here. Um. Uh. We will start with Andrew. Uh, give me one thing uh, in Man of Steel that is not wrong. Something that you actually think is a good decision. A good decision? Yeah. It's hard to say. It's real Okay, so it's hard to point out what is a good choice because there are great ideas, I believe, at the core of this movie. Yeah. In some regard. There's a lot of poor choices as well. But I believe that they have a really good grasp on what... What is the conflict to focus on to modernize this character? What specific conflict? The idea of him belonging to the human race. Mm -hmm. So the idea of that conflict of him being the last of his kind and what role he wants to play on a world that is 
always going to be foreign to him. Like that, that is a really good angle to take with this character rather than have uh, that sort of consistency in the uh, older man of steel movies where he knows his place in the world and knows exactly what he wants to do like that. That isn't that exciting as a character. Yeah. Well, certainly, certainly in the other two man of steel movies that we've watched so far, that's not an issue that's discussed. So I, I get why you would find that interesting. So I think that's a, they have a good, a good angle, but you know, as I guess we'll get to later on, uh, they kind of fail in <laughs> living up to that that theme. Um, Alex, right. what's one thing about Man of Steel that you thought was a good idea or well executed or both? Uh, it's really weird. It's hard because you either have to go really nitpicky and find something like, oh, I like this line. Or you have to go really vague and be like, I guess this idea like didn't flop, right? Yeah. Um, there's, there's not a lot of you know, big concrete stuff in the movie that is really like you point out. There's a lot of big concrete in the movie. Oh God. (laughs) Save it. Save it for the last act. We'll get there. Right. Um, I was going to say, I feel like overall, there's a lot of good stuff they did with, I guess it's kind of tacking on to the same thing, but Zod in general was done pretty well. Yeah. Um, throughout just, just, just some, the, the, his, his kind of arc, earth where i think we, we we talked about this when we were watching i don't know if i'm stealing what you're gonna say jordan where he's like weak um and he's he's weak because he's gaining the powers that superman has um yeah. on earth like he's getting the x-ray vision and the super hearing and it's it's causing him to like get confused right um and and there's kind of a there's there's just a lot of stuff that works really well when it comes to that character. Whenever it comes to that character interacting with like other stuff around him, is you know, then he has to deal with the movie he's in, and it's just it, it becomes ugly. But well, Michael Shannon um, doesn't really interact; he more chews like the scenery yeah, around it. He's, he's yeah. right. So you're gonna say um, Zod then is your is the one that you would point to as just a, something that's executed well? I. I feel weird saying that though because then it's such a big part of the movie and the movie is not good i i I don't want to give my like badge of approval to this movie that broadly um but yeah yeah zod zod is works out i'm good good villain choice good villain choice i'll say that for sure like way better than a kryptonite island (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's better than a kryptonite island like what were they gonna do like Brainiac or Metallo or something like no, oh, no. it's either it's either Zod or Lex Luthor and Zod was definitely like a great choice to go with like you were saying Andrew it it brings it allows them to do themes that could work very well with this character could could could, could. So could. Point, points could. for try no I, you you both have sort of touched on my very small list of things that I think are really good I do think my I think General Zod was the right call as you guys have both just said. Um, I think that the adjusting to the to, like I, I think that the that the human versus alien thing is a nice way to tackle it. I'm gonna say that my, the last good thing that I would say is is um, progressive or or interesting is that um, you get you definitely get a a deviation from the unbelievable amount of romantic capering that we saw in both of the other Man of Steel movies. <laughs> yes. You definitely you have a Lois Lane that immediately knows or figures out who Clark is. Uh, you don't have to have the ridiculous, like, like her pitching herself off yeah. Niagara Falls. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You, there's, there's way less capering in this movie by and large than, uh, than we saw in either <laughs> of the other movies. Uh, so I'll give it to that. Um, 
Amy Adams is one of many actors in this film who is far too good to be here uh, and is far too, like, proficient like than, than is needed for the role, especially since this Lois is almost a step back from the Margot Kidder character um, and certainly less interesting than Kate Beckinsale. Kate Bosworth. Kate Bosworth, sorry. Um, what the yeah, heck? Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I was yeah. watching a lot of, uh, um, was she in, uh, I don't even, what the fuck is Underworld? I thought that was Mila Jovovich. No, <laughs> no, no. Resident no. Evil. It's, they're all the same. Get your, okay. Get your B, like, horror <laughs> action quite. movies Resident, correct. If you were to show me five seconds of Resident Evil or, like, Underworld Rise of the Lycans, I probably couldn't tell you which one was which. Did you just make up that movie? That's, that no, that's a movie. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll take your word there for it. There might be a number. It might be, like, ah. Underworld 3, Rise of the Lycans. Oh, okay. They're, they're definitely rising, like the Dark Knight. <sighs> Anyways, you don't think that Lois is... is uh, neutered here compared to her, how her active role she was in, in the plot is neutered, obviously, to yeah. the point where one of the biggest complaints that'll I mean, a lot of people have pointed this out, so it's maybe not even worth bringing up, but she doesn't really belong in the story after the first like 30 minutes. Correct. But she still finds her way it's into very in. you 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 made a point about how ridiculous it was that Lois is conducting an interrogation of, on behalf of the U.S. military. <laughs> on behalf of the military, yes. yeah. she's uh, she's 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 everywhere because she's Lois Lane, not because she earns our and like like again. Um, that was Brian Singer's issue too, which is that you don't need to carve new ground because everybody already knows. Everybody's already seen Man of Steel too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so that, that, that's definitely exhausting the list of, of what I think is not wrong here because, um, I thought the first contact sequence is pretty good. That that's done well. That's I, neat. I just have to get, yeah, like, like I'll back the, you up on that. Yeah, it's not, it's not terrible, but like <laughs> the, 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 oh, the, it's better than not terrible. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, like like it's, George it's trying to play it off. He's yeah. trying to brush it under the carpet or something. Like shit. it's a, it's a creative, uh, way to display that and a good introduction to that character for the planet Welcome except to the planet. It's, yeah it's it's funny because it's not even an introduction imagine imagine if that was our introduction to the character oh, like if man. we didn't have the intro to this movie and we didn't know general zod was coming and it was just like oh shit like the whole planet every screen has been yada yada and then it's general zod and you're like oh shit it's general zod from man of steel 2 back in the day like, <laughs> then, that's crazy yeah but then you don't get like awesome lines from michael shannon just saying i will find him three times a trailer moment yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's a trailer moment there's uh, a bunch of those yeah yeah um that's the thing too is that uh i just remembered that uh you called this a, a cradle to the steel movie which is fitting because it begins with a childbirth oh yes which is just the start of what i would call this movie's occasionally deranged flirtation with like quote-unquote artfulness or like like artiness like a sort of sort of almost like well, well that's the it's kind of Zack Snyder's, I guess, his idea is that he's carrying the torch from Chris Nolan where, like, I'm going to make, you know, comic book adaptations that are considered, you know, genuinely artful and good films, right? That, right. that seems to be his goal. And that seems if to be that's the his wide, goal, then that's ridiculous. That seems to be the wider goal with the DC Cinematic Universe is that, like, <laughs> fuck fun, like, we're going to make good movies is, like, their plot, yeah, well, they're doing not a saying, real bad job at yeah, it. Yeah, because I'd rather watch <laughs> Iron Man for than sure. This. Yes, because Iron Man is is coherent and it doesn't abandon its own tone. Yep, <laughs> there's like 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 
I just have to emphasize that said, like it, I do feel that adopting or I guess sort of aping that style of Chris Nolan did fool a lot of people into thinking it was a decent movie, right? That's great that you say that, Andrew, because I want to take everybody back to uh, June 13th, 2013. Yes. uh, In beautiful uh, Ottawa, Canada and and the West End at uh, Denny's restaurant at about two or three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I was sitting with uh, my my good friend, uh, Andrew Wallace here. Uh, and we were seeing Man of Steel the next day. We had no idea what to think, and we were anticipating that it was going to be fucking terrible. So uh, we came up with a list of things that we expected the movie to have. Plot points, visual image, like like anything that we thought the movie would touch on, we wrote down. I sent this to him, and then we talked about it the day after, and I thought this was lost forever. But before we did this, uh, Andrew revealed to me that he had somehow put it on some sort of sh- like shared document thing years ago so um, oh i knew at that denny's booth that like (laughs) this is a document that needed to be preserved for the rest of the world um so what happened is that uh just before we i'm gonna have andrew read out a lot of these things sure um but uh, before we get to that um when this was done when we when you and i watched this movie i definitely know that alex was not fooled at all and instantly disliked it because i remember talking to you about it (laughs) like you were just telling me that this was awful uh, I think yeah. it, it was a combination of that sort of evoking Chris Nolan and incredibly low expectations <laughs> going into this. And you'll get that from our list of predictions for what was going to be within Man of Steel. Yeah. So, so you know what? Go for it. Okay. So uh, – And which, you have to say which ones were right. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll go through – so one – so okay. So let's see. We've got a uh, – so we have it divided into a couple of categories okay. where we've got visuals, the narrative, uh, dialogue, tie-ins, and miscellaneous. Excellent. I didn't so, know it was yeah, so oh, yeah. curious. <laughs> oh. oh, I took care of this document. Excellent. This is, all right. So we've got, um, you know, Clark abuses his powers in high school, leading to a heart-to-heart with Paul Kent. Nope. He sort of. He uh, abuses his power by saving, saving people. Yeah, and then, like yeah, an he does, and by heart to heart, he, maybe scolding. Yeah. Scolding it's for saving school children. That happens. Yeah. Um, you, uh, basically, our predictions were closer to Man of Steel Returns than right. anything. So we've got, um, <laughs> you know, random passerby scene Clark being heroic out of costume. Bonus points if they are a blue-collar worker, and bonus points if they reappear in the third act. That's excellent. Little did we know that there would be no saving or heroism, yes. so we were wrong. Uh, that There might have been a random passerby, but they're dead by the end of the third <laughs> act, so sorry. Yes. Um, we've got Zod asking Superman to join forces. He asked Jor-El to join forces, join forces so, oh, okay, that's, so that, we're giving ourselves partial credit for that. Um, we've got an Artless Man of Steel naming sequence. There's sort of it's it's, it's, it's pretty the, fa- the fake out of saying super me and uh, <laughs> during that incredible interrogation from a reporter. Good <laughs> uh, we, like, we we were right about Lois dangling. We did we said dangles off scaffolding. Yeah, that's my default. Okay, there's yeah. no, no scaffolding. She does dangle. There's a she lot of dangling off of orbit. Yeah, like um, <laughs> in a pod. Right. Uh, we've got. So other things that we got wrong that are pretty awesome are humanity rallies behind Superman to so a good like Spider-Man one like yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. one of us or Superman Returns but that was another yeah. thing yeah um 
All right, we've got Clark uh, returning to a small town to think things over. Bonus Ooh. points if he looks up at the TV and it's reporting on oh, Zod attacking. Jeez, that's like that like almost sort of maybe happens, but not really. Uh we've got Superman stopping short of revenge because of Pa Kent's message. Exact nope. opposite. Yes. I love it. He kills. <laughs> uh, Look at the naivete in this in this document. Oh yeah. yeah. This might be one of my favorites, which okay. is Lois turns around and asks for Clark, but he's not there. <laughs> Bonus points if the chair that he was sitting in is still spinning. <laughs> uh, that does happen in this movie, though, except it's not Lois. It's a sea captain. Uh, right. Okay. Yes. Partial credit. Remember? There's no spinning chair, though, so no bonus points no, there. This no is chairs. way smarter and funnier than I remember it. Here are, some things, all right, here are some things that we got right that we sh- really shouldn't have, which is aggressive religious slash Christian oh, symbolism. God. Yeah, that is terrible. Oh, great scene in a church there. Uh, he, he has a heart-to-heart with a preacher, man. Uh, the preacher has a cross in the background, and Superman is in a uh, stained-glass window with Jesus in the background. Yes. It's awful. And one of the things that we knew we got right uh, immediately was a late or absent title card. Yeah. Bonus points if it's yeah. just the logo, which it was. It says Man of Steel. I think it's the Superman no, logo um, comes up first. You're both right. You're oh, both okay. right. The uh, It just says Man of Steel at the end of the movie, and then like halfway through the credits, it shows the Superman logo like from this movie, and then the rest of the credits play. Excellent. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we also, we yes. also got right Double uh, credit. that uh, Krypton's destruction is accompanied by sloppy, sloppy social commentary on resource abuse and militarism. Did we write that? We That's did. exactly what happened. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Genius. We were wrong about Superman falling down out of exhaustion in Antarctica before seeing, well, it would be the Arctic, not Antarctica, right, 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 right. wrong pole, but sees a bright light in the <laughs> distance and follows it to the Fortress of Solitude. Ooh, Weren't wrong about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clark does not wear a suspicious amount of blue and red. He doesn't in the opening act. Actually, no, he does. Technically, it's at the end of the movie because he's in a he's in a cape, which Alex Ugh. likes to point out means nothing <laughs> yep. because he's imi- <laughs> he's imitating the iconography of something that doesn't exist yet. It would be, one of yeah. Superman's powers <laughs> is uh, yeah premonition. Yeah, right. Universe. He can see the future. Yeah. Uh, this one right. I really like, which is Clark has a car race with other students. Oh, it could have happened so easily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also a prediction for a news montage covering Superman's heroics, uh, the Man of Steel's heroics. There are no heroics. There are no heroics, but There's we none. did assign bonus points if Anderson Cooper, Wolf Blitzer, or a late night talk show host shows up in said montage. <laughs> they do use CNN, but no Craig not, Ferguson. No, 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 no Craig Ferguson. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, there are no bad reaction quotes to the Man of Steel from civilians. No, because they're all dead. They're all dead. Yes. Um, Yep. And uh, surprisingly, there are not many tie-ins. We predicted a lot more tie-ins. Good God, there are a lot of tie-ins. We thought that there was going to be a bad post-credits scene or sequel tease, which there is not. Uh, There is no post-credits scene. Yeah, there is not, no. Um, uh, For some reason, we predicted Crypto the dog. (laughs) He has a dog. (laughs) Uh, he does. That's yeah. true. All right. We, we yes. do not know the abilities of said dog. So, maybe all right, we'll leave that yeah. as a maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not able a Able to leave dog, dog houses sure. in right. a single we bound. Yes. Uh, okay, so inconsistent use of Kryptonian technology. Uh, 
I think it's yes. Oh, yes, uh, we argued about this at the beginning of the movie. Explain. Remember? Explain. Uh, um. So on Krypton, when you're like FaceTiming with somebody, <laughs> the like pushpin robots just show you their face. So Jor El loads up his wife's face in the monitor. And then his wife says, look out behind you. But all she's looking at on her end must be <laughs> Another pushpin face. face, yeah. Another pushpin face. How can she see behind the face? There's they have really there. good resolution on those pushpins. Yeah, pins. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and waste everyone else's time talking about pushpin radiuses. Well, because I, I, my I will, is self-evident. I will waste your time with, with one other prediction, though, which is the Man of Steel using his uh, heat vision or frost breath to heat up or cool down a drink. <laughs> does not happen <laughs> that's way too much fun for this movie uh no, there was also uses heat vision to perform surgery right so that's true. <laughs> a, little, a little more dour uh, yeah damn it alex there's also no phone product placement but there is product placement in other ways Everywhere. every other way yeah yeah is that it uh i mean there's a there's a lot more but uh You've called it? Yeah, I'm calling okay. it. We can't go through this entire list. Okay, it's a solid fair. couple of pages that we had oh, of, of notes for it. Well, we, we did a commendable job there. That is way better than you will do on today's games. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rude. But yeah, okay. Oh, uh, we don't have a climactic reaffirmation of the Paw Kent ideology because, because he doesn't wrong. have one. Yeah. it's like... <laughs> Because it's self-contradictory. You know what? That's the pr- we have to do that because yes. you wrote a lot about Pa Kent and what your problems are with him. So he is. So Jonathan Kent. Uh, you know what, Acosta? How about you tell me what Jonathan Kent's importance is in like the classic Superman mythos? In the classic Superman mythos, um, I mean, Pa Kent is there to like reassure superman to like keep him not he doesn't even like i'm not gonna say keep him on the street and there he just like he's like listen clark like you know you know we we raise you a certain way you know what's right and wrong and like i i believe in you i think you'll do the right thing when it comes to it and i think you know if you're facing a hard choice you you gotta go with your gut and you can make things right he's, he's just like he's super reassuring he's super encouraging right he's like, like the moral compass that is the guiding yes. ideology for <laughs> Uh, the Man of Steel, right? Y- yes, this is absolutely correct. So, yes. like, yeah, th- uh, that's basically. So, Superman. Uh, the way I feel about that character is that it's one of the major themes about it is the idea of sort of being a product of your environment, of you know, being mm-hmm. the fact that he is he might be an alien from an entire other world, but he is somebody who, you know, his. His morality comes from his parents, his adopted parents, yeah. you know, in, imbued with him these, like, you know, important Midwestern values of helping others. Jonathan Kent is not meant to be a cynical character. And not the, the, the idea of using him as the like, he should be the vehicle to introduce um, what I will admit is sort of necessary modern cynicism towards this character Um. He like there are so many other better characters to use to have that. Like say his biological father, that might have been a better mm-hmm. character to have. Be the person to introduce the idea of fearing revealing yourself to the human race, which would tie way better into their entire theme of you know him deciding which species he is from or who he would join with by the end. It's 
Early in the movie, his mother actually expresses that exact sentiment before they even send him off to Earth. Yes. She's like, he'll be a weird outcast freakazoid. Yeah, they use the word freak. Yes. Yeah. And they do say freak. Jor-El is just like, nah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be pretty much it. I'll be watching him via pushpin. Or I'll be able to tell him what he's up to. <laughs> so, again, I think, so the idea is, is that Jonathan Kent is scared about him revealing who he is to the world. So he is willing to say, like, you should even let, like, your classmates die to maintain that secret. And it's for some... He was on the bus. Like, yes. Clark was on the bus. So would, would Jonathan Kent have been happy if Clark had just That might have been more suspicious. The the, it would have been the, an unbreakable situation. Yes. <laughs> it would have been like, he's the only survivor and he doesn't have a scratch on him. But it's this arbitrary idea of, like, wait until the world is ready for you. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything yeah. because the world knows it, who it Superman nothing. is... Because Zod outs him. You could, but, like, even, even you, like, there are a number of ways of, of showing that, like, like, showing that this is, as much as it's, we found it ridiculous, like, we, there was no delivering to the audience of this being Pa Kent's ideology, except after moments of, of, like, arbitrary horror that anyone with any sort of a conscience, let alone superpowers, would intervene on. Yes. Like, so, so Clark, he gets mildly scolded for saving a busload of people. And, and he's like, should I have let those people die? And he's like, well, maybe. I, you I don't know. And then to the extent that in that now much maligned scene where he simply lets himself be absorbed in a horrifying tornado to teach his son a lesson about letting the people you love <laughs> die. Because you cannot trust these other humans. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the message. You so can't, trust me when I tell you not to trust anybody. That it is yeah. The, yeah, the alternative of, yeah, just me dying to preserve your secret from the rest of these, like, goddamn fearful apes <laughs> is way better. You could have done that, like, like maybe that you could have done a scene where like since they're farmers uh the, the the Kents could have like a sick animal or something and Clark is like I want to help it and they'd be like no you got to just Pa Kent like teaches him to put it he puts yeah. it down with his laser yeah. vision he just well, melts that cow's brain <laughs> it would be at least as obvious and on the nose as that would be that it would at least give some precedent to the behavior rather than sociopathy yes. which is the which is the explanation for being I mean like, if anything if like he wanted if Clark wanted to follow his father's ideology, he should have just let everyone die. He should have given in because to the Because it's like, yeah, the Kryptonians yeah. will understand you and respect you as one of their own, so let these idiot people, you know, let their skulls form the foundation of your uh, your new world. It's some sort of, like, prime directive nonsense, where you have to, like, let the people destroy themselves. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's absurd. But it's it's this idea that they bring it up that there's lines of him saying, like, oh, the world isn't ready for me yet. But the, the but events of the film do not give an adequate um, summary of this training ground. Pro- like, it doesn't, it doesn't no. make me feel like he's earned like his way on this planet. Or there's no arc where he understands that, like, you know what? I get to decide when the world's ready. Yeah, or- there's nothing like right. that yes. here. No, there's – yeah. And there's no moment where – yeah. It's not like in Superman – in Man of Steel 2 – where the wor- like he comes out because the world needs him to save them from Zod, who's just invading them and t- and oppressing them. It's Zod calling him out. Like you know what though? At the end of the day, I can't believe I'm saying this, and I know you're going to disagree with me because you were you were very vocal about this, Andrew. When I was when I was saying this, I would rather have Brian Singer's approach, 
which is a ridiculous follow-up to a movie he didn't even direct, but still maintains, like, like still already teaches, like, it, it, it plays into the idea of this character has already been around for a while, and he already has a place in the public. Like, I would rather have that, which is wrong, which is like a wrong way to approach any movie than, than do what we did here. But it's not, like, that's not the problem with Man of Steel Returns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with this yeah, as much yeah. as I can. Uh, that like it's the problem isn't that it's just recognizing that he's that he's there. The problem is is that it entirely dwells on another movie. Like I'd say that they're these. Uh, so does this though? No, this it dwells on a, a different movie what? and not in the franchise. Yeah, it, it dwells on Batman like, Begins. Yes, but it doesn't in like a different plot, way. It, like in yeah, a less tonally, sense. Yes. Yeah. I say they are both flawed movies. Equally, but just in entirely different. I regards. would agree with that, but I would rather take the flaws of Brian Singer's movie over the flaws of this one because they're less egregiously infuriating. I mean, I can't it's, really it's argue with that. Almost but. like 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 outright plagiarism is preferable to like tonal discrepancy. Like, I'd rather have a weird like pseudo sequel than have some sort of like mean spirited violent nonsense. <sighs> Sure. I, I can't really disagree with you because we haven't really even touched on some of the most offensive. Yeah, we're, we're about this. to go into that right now. Um, we got to talk about the third act of this movie, which I just want to say before I even get to how much I hate it, doesn't fit with the rest of the film at all. You have about an hour and 20 minutes of basically nothing but backstory and yes, and nothing but sort of like Clark searching the world for some sort of meaning of his origins or whatever, and like coming to terms with the fact that he's an alien. Yes, um, not really. I think that's that's like a stretch to even say he's actively doing that no, stuff. He's, he's just like that. wandering around doing some horse shit, dog. Yeah, they never really explain why, how he knows where the uh, the ship is. Okay, he so just shows up. <laughs> he, he he doesn't even know. Yeah, he just shows up. And also, I know I'm, at the same I, time. I, I, I will let you. Uh, I will let you get to the third act. But no, I want no, to say ahead. that like. It's really, like, we're saying that, you know, um, uh, Pa Kent has this philosophy, and Jor-El has some philosophy, but the problem is that because, and somebody just said this, that um, uh, General Zod just calls Clark out, right? Like, he's like, hey, you got 24 hours to get your ass in my ship, right. or, you know, something. Um the problem with that is, like, Superman never... Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Who is this Superman Jesus you keep talking Christ. about? I barged right into that one. Uh, the Man of Steel never has to make that choice. Like, he, like nothing ever comes of that whole philosophy. Like, it doesn't matter, even though, yeah, the, the roles should be reversed there, right? Like we just said. But it doesn't matter who's saying what, because none of it comes to anything. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's, there's no, like, Clark, Clark, you'll know. You will know. When to like reveal yourself to the world? He doesn't get a chance to choose. (laughs) And no, he doesn't really know. Some Zod knows. Zod knows when he's ready to reveal him to the world. Uh Right? Uh Zod is just like, "Hey, enough horse shit. Get out here." And that's like what? It's just so flaccid. Like what a failing to deliver on the (laughs) the only theme you vaguely set up in your movie so far. And you're just gonna be like, "Eh, "He doesn't choose." It also really the choice. It doesn't help that. Any That's attempt amazing. at subtext in this movie is 
like dead on arrival because they just explicitly state everything in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the script is not great for <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, being yeah. there's a lot of lines where like they point out things being like, Yeah, we we kinda got that from like the overall setting. That was thanks. definitely a thing when we were just watching this because um Andrew, This man is not yeah, our enemy. Andrew would be when we watch this and then someone would say something like that and then Andrew you'd say like he just said that just not <laughs> like that. He yes. just said those exact words but, but a little less stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every they had. It's like the writers had a bet where it's like I bet you we could write half of a script and then double the lines by just using like a thesaurus. No, yeah, or they or the, <laughs> or the executives were just like, "Whoa, slow it down there, egghead." Yeah, <laughs> like, take this a step back. <laughs> Is the guy in the cape a good guy or a bad guy? I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, no. So, what does it mean when the U.S. Army doesn't shoot him on sight? Does that mean that they're like cool now? And it's uh, like pr- probably yes. I, th- I think so. So after all of this uh, aforementioned ridiculous, uh, um, as Alex- also can we we have any, okay? We've talked about one of his dads. Uh, we're this this is gonna go long. One of his dads has a ridiculous idea, which is his Earth dad. But Jor El's like plan for him is absurd. Explain. Well, okay, yeah. the, the line, you're going to be a bridge between our two people, <laughs> oh, yeah. makes no, no fucking sense. sense because there's only one race. The other one is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a lovely. bridge between nothing. We got to point out, I got to point out before I forget this, um, it's, it goes along with what you just said, which is that um, this is, like, the, the Jor-El's, uh, one of his henchmen, or sorry, uh, Zod's, one of Zod's henchmen says that um, the Kryptonians are destined to win because of evolution. Which is one of those things where it's like, what? Like, like the word is supposed to have some impact that doesn't actually correlate to its its meaning. No, it's a grade school debate <laughs> where it's like I have used a multisyllabic word, and therefore <laughs> have a better argument than you do. But the but the idea, if the Kryptonians were indeed destined to be like like fundamentally superior to yeah. humans. Uh, then why is their civilization destroyed by their own doing? Yeah. And, <laughs> not so smart after all, huh? Yeah, yeah hot dummies. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dinguses. Who's got laser yeah. eyes now, dipshits? Yeah, yeah. We don't need laser eyes because we're still alive. Yeah, yeah. But even it's one of those things where it's like, like, basically the rule is if if a bad guy character is talking about science, then it's like evil science. <laughs> yeah, it's some spirit level shit where you've got yeah, you've got General Zod wearing like an old school mad scientist. Yeah, and you've got you've got his henchmen, three Louis Lombardis, fucking walking around. Yes. One of them's a foot. <laughs> Not an exaggeration, actually, in the movie. But like, okay, so what is is Jor-El's plan? Like, presumably, Zod is the more extreme version of the plan where he wants to rebuild the Kryptonian civilization. But is willing to sacrifice the human race to do that. Whereas Jor-El's plan is to... Die, ostensibly? Either Except. die or, like, if he's... like, But he, he, no, no, so no. he put the codex into him, which is the right. ability to rebuild the Kryptonian race. But that doesn't account for all the lives lost. Or the fact that you still have Which is good, which is race. good, because it's, it's the, it is his son maintaining those values. He doesn't give a fuck about the collateral damage of his Stupid ideas. Ape people. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ape people. Stupid <laughs> They're not valuable. Are you kidding? But like they are, but ants. But like, what if he yeah. rebuilds the Kryptonian race, and you've got two species living on a planet where one is like quantifiably superior to the other? <laughs> That's not going to go well. 
No, sir. Just because every single moment in the history of the species where one civilization has advanced uh, has, has, has and the other has gone horrifyingly wrong doesn't yes. mean that adding aliens to the mix won't make it yeah, even worse. We'll live in harmony <laughs> right until like Fuck off, until Russell Crowe. One of us ants like a noise out of our Kryptonian overlords and we're all dead. Yeah. yeah. That, now that you say it like that, that don't make a whole lot of sense. Maybe he thought humans were inherently peaceful. Uh, yeah. He called I don't even we're not, right? we're not the problem. Yeah, in that, they're, no, they're not. In that, scenario, civil war happening. No, in that scenario, we're the ants who get crushed under For the sure. boots of gods. Yeah. 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 We're done. Yeah. It doesn't matter if we're violent or not. <laughs> we're going to die. Yeah. God. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, clearly cut ideological <laughs> reasons for sending his you know, son but, to the yeah. ape moon. Yes. Uh, it would have been a lot better if Jor-El had, you know, a more cynical attitude and was closer to Zod's approach. Then you would have had a really interesting conflict then between you your get, adopted and biological parents. Then you wouldn't get, join me, General. No, sorry, join me, Jor-El, uh, uh, and we'll unite Krypton. And then you're just like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to send my baby to ape land. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're still, that's, that's enough of a difference between the two of them. If they, like, agreed on you know disbanding like the kryptonian government and trying to save the race but jor-el was like i'm probably gonna save my own first yeah. like that's, that's all right stop rewriting the movie oh, coherently God, sorry. um what they should have done is exhumed the probably still pride open crypt of marlon brando to oh, extract God. more previously recorded lines and then you didn't have to cast Russell so you know Crow. what i'll give that movie the, like this movie deserves more credit than superman returns for that alone what, huh? because the actor who? playing, um, yeah, who returns? For, oh, who uh, returns? Man of Steel returns, okay. yeah. So you would, you're telling me, this is the most egregious w- thing you've ever said on the show, that a living actor is doing a better job at performing than a dead person. Yes, I am, <laughs> what is I, wrong I, with I, you? I am a big fan of having an actual actor take on a role than some Weekend at Bernie's shit <laughs> with, with a beloved American actor. With a dead actor, you don't need to worry about them being tempestuous on set. You don't have to worry about them being uncontrolled. Like, you, you can just, yeah. they, they, they can dance to your tune. Yeah, it would be easier <laughs> if it was all a bunch of human marionettes <laughs> yes. that you're using. Just you, Weekend at Jor-El's. Yes. Yeah. Oh. You give Zack Snyder a, a shovel and send him to the local cemetery. Yes. <laughs> oh. Fucking awful. Anyway, speaking of fucking awful, we need to talk about the third act of this movie, which is the worst thing I've ever seen on this show, and I've already seen it. Take it away. All right. Well, I'm, going, I'm doing this. Do you guys want to jump in, or should I, or should I handle this? You're going to address the national tragedy in the room? Oh my. Okay, if you haven't seen Man of Steel, um, and I don't even know if you should, maybe it's worth it as like a weird... You, before I get to it, would you guys say to watch this? Uh, um, I'd rather play Clue if you catch my drift. Right. Oh, Really? Wow, okay. <laughs> the old Clue dilemma. Well, okay, well, like in, in the Clue dilemma, you're 100% right, because this is not suitable for children. Probably not. <laughs> no, sir. You want to explain what, like, Superman is drowning into in his hallucination with Zod? Right. It's a sea of skulls, right. people. Now yeah. I'm going to have to choose a different most normal moment. Oh, sorry. I have another one, but don't worry. Okay. I have a backup. All um, right. Yeah, it's not for children. Um, but would you guys recommend it? Yes or no? Mm, not, no. no. Okay. Alex says no. Andrew? As like, as like an, even as like an ideological, like exercise on what to do wrong. I would, to a general audience, no, 
but I would recommend this in the same way that I would recommend like an Elseworlds comic about Superman <laughs> in that it is a different and it's a different, interesting and incredibly flawed take on a character. That's well said more giving it way more credit than I would. I would probably say you don't have to see this movie. Well, I mean, if you want right. to keep up with the next 20 movies from 20 years of movies from Warner Brothers. No, because then... if there's every, if, if any, if what we're hearing is any indication, you, you people just want a Batman movie and they don't yeah. care who's in it. Yeah. But those people are Warner Brothers executives. <laughs> those are all like, uh, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into this. The idea, like this is obviously the first step in the DC universe and we're getting into some ridiculous shit where like DC is playing like blogs in the internet really well in their marketing game for this next movie uh, along. Well, even with suicide squad as well, where they're planting stories about like needing a therapist on set. Ooh, or, yeah, uh, yeah. The rumors entirely from other Warner brothers executives about how great Ben Affleck is in the Batman V man of steel. Movie. So you're thinking it's one of those rest right. development Tobias Funke water cooler moments where he's just standing yeah, yes. there talking about how great he is. is. Yeah. Nobody, nobody aside from people who have a vested interest in the success of the movie are saying good things about the movie. I would say that that is actually my most, one of my most anticipated movies for next year, but not because I think it's going to be good. I just think it's going to be, give us a whole lot to talk about. Um, yes, but I think that the, I have to get back to the third act yes. with this movie because, um, it's disgusting. Like that's, that's the biggest, like the word that comes to mind here. Um, it's been said a million times, uh, but basically there, there's, there's like a, there's like a, uh, just a, an extremely, violent explosive filled scene in like an analog for a major you know american let's we, we don't have to dance around yeah i'm not gonna it, it's just heavy 9-11 symmetry so, uh, yes. like like imagery all the time like like the the symbols of gas clouds coming at fleeing pedestrians uh, aircraft hitting buildings glass shattering People like, running like, from yeah. falling skyscrapers. People, people trapped in, in debris, like coated like, in concrete yeah, dust. If anybody watched the news in the last, you know, fifteen years, it's it's these are images you know. And the worst part is that you you can't you can't say that it was an accident at all. You can't say that this was anything but carefully calculated for whatever insane, asinine reason to evoke that pain. Yes. Because here's the thing is that I was reading something defending this movie's insane use of product placement as um, indicative of of a sort of real world feel that this movie was going for. Like, like, let's use real places to sort of make us make the audience think that this this movie is existing in our world. So if you were to buy that excuse, which incidentally I don't because it's clearly a way to justify this movie's making a shitload of money before, before even out. releasing yeah. because it had like, uh, you know, an insane amount of, of sponsors from everything from from fast food joints to the United States Army or, or, or the National Guard. department stores as well. Yeah. That's not. And yeah. um, it's just it, to see this sort of stuff, not just not just for a few minutes. But it's the for, entire for the like, entire act, the the biggest action set piece of the film. It's it's absolutely shameful and repulsive, and I don't know what they were going for. 
at all. I can't justify the the the, the we, use. We know we know what they were going for. No, they but, but trying- what did, what is it saying? Why do that? I think it's their attempt. We we hinted at it before, where they're they're adopting Chris Nolan's philosophy on superhero films, which is that you know any like you're making. Don't think of yourself as adapting. You know another piece of uh, of you know, source material from a lighter you know uh franchise try to make you know like a genuine dramatic film even genuine dramatic films even action films contemporary action films tend to not fuck that up so badly like they tend to 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 there's so many ways you can do what you just said without invoking like this specific imagery or that. In fact, the year right? before like, you had an identical action set piece of in a mass- yeah. yes, a massive alien attack in a major metropolitan center in the Avengers, and it's it don't look you, like this. No, it does not. Yeah, yeah. You have, and that's also undercut by moments of genuine heroism and showing. Showing our 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 protagonists helping innocent lives and not just their like, but it's it's more than just having those acts of heroism. It's not going out of your way to show people brutally killed, yeah, or just or just right. dead by assumption. Like just like like the yeah, the Avengers doesn't have like you don't have multiple shots of like Chitari like gunning down civilians execution style. You just have people <laughs> running and heroes trying, like, jumping into the action. And whereas this, this shows missiles exploding in crowds of people. You see buildings that have people in them collapsing. Man of Steel, I don't even think it shows, like... I mean, obviously, it's it's a little too fast, but it doesn't show, like, any kind of emergency response. Like, there's no, there's not even, like, a not shot really. of a cop being, like, I think there's, a, sh- I think there's a shot of a, a single cop, but you also have many more shots of people being obviously crushed by a falling building it's yeah, it's it, disgusting yes like i i can't think like i'm going we've looked at like 50 odd movies for this show already i can't think of a single thing that was in worse taste and i'm just, like we w- have watched the spirit we've watched the spirit we've watched wanted which is i think we established is a call to arm for psychopaths <laughs> um <laughs> Like it doesn't make Man of Steel worse than than Wanted or or you know the Spirit, but it's certainly like it, it's appalling and and I know that 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 it's been said before and I know that they got some shit for it, but it's not right. Yep. Like it, how dare anybody? And based do on the trailers like for Batman v Man More of Steel, collateral they damage. are yeah. doubling down yeah. on that. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. So shame on everybody involved in this yeah. yep at least ben affleck is like trying to save some people in the shots we've seen uh, right i guess or, i mean like something it something would, it would be like remember when they're crafting a universe where batman is like like the <laughs> the, the, the hero people can look up to to save them the yeah. man of steel is just like some asshole who dragged a bunch of aliens along with him yeah. don't don't you like when um in in the Dark Knight, when uh, when Rachel falls out of the window, and Batman cares way more about his fist fight with the Joker than saving her, yeah, <laughs> that would be like like fuck off. Yeah, the, these these are superhero movies. I know that the whole point of this show is that they could be more than schlock, but fucking give me some moments of of, of humanity, especially because like that is. It's an easy way to demonstrate that your hero is at a weakness in a fight with someone who is equal to them. Is that 
Zod would not care for saving people, and you could have the Man of Steel be distracted by civilians in peril and have him at a disadvantage in that final set piece. They try to do that by having the scene where Zod is so beaten that he's just going to laser eye those people and and Cowl is like, no! As Alex has pointed out, his many no moments in this movie. But um, it's not enough. It's not enough to save the the, the active disdain he has for human life. I don't know about it, active in disdain. Fact, yeah, it's more just or passive. I guess it's more passive disdain than active disdain. I don't think I don't it's, I don't think it's the Man of Steel's disdain. I think it's more like the like I don't know. Is it Snyder's or is it the studios or like I I don't think I'd attribute it to the character. I think it's the philosophy behind this. The movie. character should have it's, learned better than to let people die. Well, but he uh, based on his parentage, oh, yeah. How, he didn't I, learn better. I can't believe you just said that, and I can't even argue with it because the evidence is in the film. That's, you know, <laughs> uh, let him die. We're um we're do do yeah we're we're gonna uh, have to take a, a quick break act here break because yes, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have much more to uh, to talk about in terms of the plot, but we definitely uh, have games to run. So um, let's uh, let's take a break. We will be back very shortly. Welcome back. Um, we're going to finish up our discussion on Man of Steel. Uh, and we've got two last uh, topics to touch on before um, we get to our games. Uh, first off, you both, Andrew and Alex, um, expressed opposite opinions on um, what this what could be called this movie's uh, visual style. Uh, at the beginning, Andrew, you were you were not offended by it. You thought it was all right. And Alex instantly disliked it. Oh, is this the uh, the visualization of Krypton? It might have been, oh, or okay. just or just the look in general <laughs> of uh, of the film, because there are no colors in this movie. Oh, I mean, like I was more referring to having a fresh take on Krypton and not just redoing like a city the Man of, redoing Man of Steel nineteen seventy seven or seventy nine. Yeah, you will believe a man can steal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I preferred that, but yeah, the overall like. The overall visual style is like, man, it is washed out. Like this is this is some Batman shit right here. Man, look who's uh, who's quitting yeah. faster than uh, the Man of Steel himself. I'm not quitting. I, that was <laughs> you are just misinterpreting <laughs> what I praised. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, I was fine Jordan, with like you're weird the mark. Krypton dinosaur planet. Yeah, <laughs> I was exposed to a special form of kryptonite, which makes me wrong all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still like waiting to get over it from I, years ago. I am sure that is a real kryptonite in the Probably. comics. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's what's prudent as well um, is is the fact that that like we have to talk about the fact that this is the start of the DC cinematic universe. Um, this is DC's Iron Man, um, and it's got a lot in common with that one. It's so much joyless. There's <laughs> um, a lot and of a joyless. It it re, it brought back a, a movie star who had been not working for many years and propelled right, into superstardom. Yeah, main character. Yeah, yeah. Um, so many great wisecracks. Oh man. Um, but like, mm-hmm. like it's almost Andrew. You were saying this when we were off. Um, 
it's it's almost like like technically DC almost should have had the advantage here because you have the superhero, the archetype, the that most they're working recognizable with. comic yes. book character in period. the history of the medium. Yeah, um, who somehow has pretty much had a, a very uh, inconsistent, I'll say inconsistent at best, uh, film career. Um, and, and back, we, we, we started talking about this even in, in, in the, uh, the, the, the 80 version. Oh, Man of Steel 2. Man of Steel 2. Yes. Fuck mm-hmm. this bit. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, in Man of Steel 2, we, we immediately encountered the question, what to do with, with this hero who everybody already knows and who can seemingly do anything. Uh, how do you make him interesting? How do you make him relevant? Um, that is still not solved here at all. <laughs> nope. But um, wh- how do you guys feel about this as 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 the tone? Like the the reason why I hesitate to call this like the genesis of the of the universe is that it's still piggybacking off of the grittiness of of the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, it's a choice. Right. Yeah, that tonal choice is lazy at best and like cowardice at worst. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It is cuz all it is is you're like you're looking at one movie that was successful and deciding that that is something that you like why take a chance on anything else stylistically, tonally, even visually. Yeah. And just Do you think ape it's that. more that Do you think it's more they're looking at uh, the Dark Knight and then, you know, the whole Batman trilogy there as, like, a whole... Um, are they looking to that for inspiration, or do you think they're intentionally trying to distance themselves from Marvel's style? I almost wonder if that might be more... I, maybe it's a combination? Like, of both the factors play into I that? I think it's probably more the former. I would agree with I Andrew. think that you're hard-pressed to... You're hard-pressed to think of a movie that is more successful, even just, like, by the numbers, than The Dark Knight. Yeah, but you're also, um, you're also not, like, it also needs to be emphasized how much contempt, um, a lot of these places have for the audience. Like, like, the, the idea of making something that's tonally different would not occur to most people who are funding or promoting this movie, because it's all about playing into what people already know. Yeah. So there's no... Mm -hmm. There's, okay. There would be no desire to make something different. It would be to make something that people would know is ours, but, like, let's ape as many conventions as possible. Yeah, if The Dark Knight didn't make a boatload of money and was as critically beloved as it was, I don't yeah. think DC would have come to, or Warner Brothers would have come to the, sep- like, the conclusion that we need to have a gritty tone to separate ourselves from yeah like i'm i'm positive that the idea of a shared cinematic universe is attributed to the marvel shared cinematic universe obviously like like it's not it's the idea that people are that there's there's money to suggest that people want a continuity between this these this material that's infiltrated even the fucking james bond movies now that have this insane continuity (laughs) that's completely unnecessary between them because they think that people want like a serialized story between like an intermovie narrative but i think there's a wider conversation to be had on like movies being influenced by the success of television yeah that's yeah but we don't have time for that yeah but the, the point is um 
I think that this is also attributed to our good friend, the Netflix robot in like, like movie form. Yes. Where it's just like, <laughs> like here's the things that worked on paper. Here's the things that, that like, here's a very, very successful movie. Let's use the power of like word clouds to distill <laughs> the, the success of this and then attempt to, to reproduce it infinitely with as little creative energy as possible because we want to spend like we, you know, we want to keep the budget under control and also just get a huge return on our investment. Yes. Yeah. You're not like, wrong. I don't know how else to, how else to put it. Like other than that, like it, there's <laughs> the, the cynicism that drives something like this is appalling. It's more cynical than my, than the biggest fucking downer, Jonathan Kent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, like, you almost yeah. just have to hope for things that like like the hope is almost in weird other comic book movies than shit like this. Or just like so, or, or Jordan, the, it sounds like you're oh, I was going to say it sounds like Jordan's really interested in the next like 6 years of Warner Brothers, right? I mean, that's the thing. The joke's <laughs> on me because I'll still see them. Like I'm the asshole. Yeah. Like they were all the asshole. Like we're all going to be seeing. These. I'm an asshole. We're the people at the end of the day that are going to be trusting a robot to randomly select the next movie that we'll watch from an infinite list of clones. <laughs> like we're not. Like we we the, like the point of this project is to desperately mine for some something new or something interesting <laughs> to to find some substance in this. Yeah, but. But I'm, what I'm saying is the next six years are going to make that very difficult. Yeah. yeah. Like well, we, saw that, we saw that, that shit with like Iron Man 3 even where, where you start seeing like the seams forming in this like machine fucking assembly line. You can, yeah, you can, yeah, you can see the cogs yeah. behind there. Um, so you think you use the words? the Avengers 2. Yeah, the, even the Avengers 2 for sure. That's like good. The, the, the whole Thor stuff. There's so much stuff about you know like if you check the behind the scenes people talking about it where they're just like yeah they made us throw this in there for sure they made us do that yeah because we um, got yeah because we have like another ant-man movie that's coming out right so you gotta gotta, gotta have that, push that. yeah uh-huh. jesus yeah I, the other right. thing is is that you don't at the, by the end of man of steel do you want any more i this definitely universe? don't not even a little bit <laughs> like you don't at the end of iron man like it was like a genuinely exciting moment in that post credit scene when Nick Fury shows up and you're like, oh, man, it begins. Well, thanks but to like, Alex, it's now a giant joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, we had like a solid, like close to 10 years of that. Now, so, you know what? It may have run its course. But, Maybe. But like by the end of this, there's no there's no real hint that there's even going to be a wider universe. Like, there's small Easter eggs in Man of Steel, but yeah. there's nothing there that, you know, is a celebration of what's about to, be, like, happen. There's no cause for, for joy or No, not at all. Like, yeah, who, what, you're, right. you're going to have, like, Viola Davis, like, walk through the rubble of Metropolis and be like, hey, Superman, how are that's, you? That's the really... I'm from Argus, yeah. The really shitty thing about this is that, that like, despite this crap, um, like, Zack Snyder is the man behind the DC cinematic universe now. He is like, he, he is, is the Joss like, Whedon. We deserve is, not the Joss yeah, Whedon. We he's need. he's yes. the Joss Whedon of the, uh, of the, of the DC cinematic universe and like heaven help us. Yep. From the, I uh, hear he's a very nice guy <laughs> on a personal level, but, um, I think he's the wrong person to be trusted with an entire 
like like with 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 a hundred years of comic book tradition, or just somebody yeah. who has based on like his career. You don't. I don't really see him having a lot of interesting things to really bring to these characters. He's good at bringing about what's already been said. Yeah, sort of. if if you wanted somebody to do a straight live action port of yeah. a comic, <laughs> you you know, it'd be hard to He's the first person most people would think of to do that. Yes. Because he's made a career of it. Yes, of some but like you would want, you know, zero adaptation from there. You would want somebody who, you know, treats those comics as pure storyboards yeah. and just bring that to life. He's the guy, but if you want somebody to really figure out a good way to adapt all of those characters into a single, you know, palatable cinematic universe. Nope. I mean, I don't know who would you get for That's this? the thing is that you, you, you like, cause you can't get somebody who would make this tone work. You I don't need think a Joss Whedon. You need someone who's already has insane fan support and you need someone who already, who's like a known geek. And somebody who has like who has like a humor and to a it. proven track record with creating original stories with these characters. Like Joss Whedon had a history of working with Marvel yeah. on comics before. He and had been, he certainly had been a, like he he was a presence in the comic book world before the Avengers. Yes, uh, and he had infinite. That was like the best pull possible from the Netflix robot uh, who decided to give. Him <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that said, yeah. if you went back. Um, like even like five years before the Avengers came out and you told me that like Joss would be directing that and, or would be the director responsible for like the highest grossing film of all time. I would have told Uh, you to like put the bong down and shut up. I have to, I I want to, uh, wait, were you going to say something, Alex? No, I was just going to be like, oh, technically it's uh, only the, was it the fourth now? Oh yes. Yeah. I'm sure there's a couple pirates of the Caribbean movies that have overtaken it or something. (laughs) Um, uh, It it was number three. And then the new Jurassic park, which I never saw overtook it. Oh, okay. Um, you, uh, I, I remember us talking about that, Andrew, and you saying that if someone were to mention that as an idea at a party in like 2008, that Joss Whedon would direct the Avengers, you would simply walk away from them and run, like, just brush them off as some sort of, like, horribly obnoxious, like, desperate fan. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, come on, brown coats unite, yeah. am I right? It's like, oh, Jesus, I gotta leave this part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't believe this guy's also driving me home. Oh, Shit. This is gonna be a long <laughs> yeah. drive back to Westboro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well... Uh, let's let's go to the awards so we can put a pin in this fucking movie. Oh, okay. Can I ask one more question of Please. you guys? Please. Sure. Um, could you imagine in like, I don't know, four or five years or whatever, sitting through a DC Cinematic Universe marathon in anticipation of like Justice League 2 or whatever? Oh, man. And just like... How miserable and draining that experience would be compared to like like with the Marvel marathons everyone does like yeah everyone knows you like you, catch a nap yeah, during like the Incredible Hulk or like you know Iron get, Man like, two or whatever. you're a genius Acosta. yeah you're a genius that's you I think it would be a health problem of getting the rickets from the lack of sunlight in these fucking movies. <laughs> Okay, you so would be seeing in black and white after that exactly shit, dog, like. it's okay I'll bring like vitamin D supplements yeah you for do it. you would um, need to yeah. 
because you, no, no, you're you're a hundred percent right, Acosta. Like the worst sin that like those Marvel Cinematic Universe movies have is that like they're just sometimes dull. they're boring, sometimes they're dull <laughs> yeah. and boring. Whereas this is like it seems like the tone of every single movie is like death and despair are amongst us and <laughs> you and like suffering is to be human and watch these gods as they clash and we well, flee from there Andrew, yeah. i can't wait for the third superman movie directed by werner herzog yes yes yeah. <laughs> fucking like he just yes. oh, there's a lot of voiceover there is no humanity <laughs> And all there is is death. Krypton is another grim rock hurling <laughs> towards oblivion. Much like the grim Just- rock that we <laughs> inhabit as ants. Wow, that's not a bad... Uh, I can- Beneath the human... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the answer to your question, Alex, is good God, please no, I don't want to watch 15 movies like this at once. But wait, Jordan, the yes? first seven to nine hours of that marathon are going to be Man of Steel... Batman versus Man of Steel and Suicide Squad. Oh god. That is depressing. <laughs> oh good. Well, on that happy note, let's uh let's go to give some awards to this movie. Uh Alex, what's your most normal moment? Uh my most normal moment is uh when Boy of Steel saves his class from a sinking bus. Right before that happens, the class bully calls him a dick splash. <laughs> and uh, I took the liberty of looking that up online. Yes, sir. All right. And, um, like, the most recent result for it is a seven-year-old Yahoo Answers page that says, like, what's a dick splash? And that page links to a, uh, a uh, what do you call that, Urban Dictionary page <laughs> from 2003. All right. So that's when that word was, like, in vogue, I guess, is 2003, 10 I've, years I had before never this heard got it made. before this movie. But that is <laughs> Me neither. Great Excellent work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good research. I didn't know we were talking to Batman. I didn't know we were talking yeah. to Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Alex Acosta. Yeah, then prove yes. it. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> what's your most normal moment? Oh, man. Ah. Uh. <laughs> It's no real. It, it you know what? It's not normal to die, right? That's yeah. Well, it is. Or it's it is the normal. most normal it's the most thing normal of all. Yes. Yeah. And Man of Steel really wants you to know that. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, there's a scene where Lois, in like her reporting duties, tracks down uh, Man of Steel's origins and goes to Jonathan Kent's grave, and the Man of Steel goes to, I guess, confront her. And is wearing a baseball hat to disguise himself, despite the fact that they had already met and she had seen him perfectly well. Maybe it's just a stylish gray baseball <laughs> hat with no logo on it. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, you know. Service Days of the Warp. In that case, the yeah. Man of Steel both doesn't care about human life and uh, style. This is true. Yes. Um, I can't believe you, neither of you took this. Um, since you already ruined my skull quicksand, which was my first most normal moment, okay. which I put an extra note for with the fact that it includes a swing in the background to show that innocence <laughs> is truly lost. I didn't even notice that! <laughs> As, as he's sinking into yeah. the opening of Terminator 2. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, oh. truly, even even childhood is not spared from, uh, from anyways. I want to wear a Herzog uh, voiceover yeah, for that for sure. swing. But definitely, I'm going to give my most normal moment to a signature hallmark of the entire Man of Steel film series consistent from the 70s to the 2010s oh of, yeah um of clark being antagonized by a a bar bully 
and who, who, who spills beer on his head. And if, I don't know if you've seen Henry Cavill in this movie, but he is beyond Jack. Like he yes. is fucking enormous. Even if he didn't have superpowers, he would kill he, you. He is nobody. Anybody in their right mind would spill a beer over maliciously. I don't care how drunk at, you are. At least the truck stop pick in Man of Steel Two, like, was around the same size as Christopher <laughs> Reeve. Yeah, he was just picking a fight with him. And, he, and, like, and his uh, yeah. and his Clark Kent in that movie like looks like was good a dweebish, and convincing. Yeah, a yeah. dweebish nerd. But yes, like as I think you pointed out that it's the equivalent of like some drunk idiot seeing Terry Crews yeah, in a bar yeah, yeah, yeah. and just picking a fight with him. Yeah, they're like, like hey, hey, hey uh, Old Spice, yeah, you're old a fucking spice. baby. Those commercials suck. Yeah, and you're then, a like, weakling, Old Spice. Chucking a beer at Terry yeah, Crews. throw and a beer at Terry Crews' face and tell me what he does about it. He would fucking break your yes. arm. As, as, to my knowledge, he is not a super strong alien, but he'll still break you. But the point is, that. if someone is like like 6'4", <laughs> and like three, like 250 pounds of pure fucking muscle, he's got a, don't yeah. fuck with it's more than a, yeah, we talked about how he's more than a foot taller. He is like a <laughs> foot taller in terms of his like shoulder width. Yeah. Like he just the guy yeah. He, he's got a bigger wingspan. Yes, he oh makes, by far. Oh he my makes God. like like water deprived Hugh Jackman look small. Yes. Like he's so fucking jacked. His shoulders are wide enough that like he probably can't fit through most doorways. Yeah, it's insane. Yes. I don't know how that cape isn't and just bursting off. He doesn't off. pour a beer on his head because he literally couldn't reach over <laughs> his head to do it. He had to just chuck it into his face. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's again, okay, it's it's like it's like, a, like it's a terrible trope that a lot of other movies get into. Yes. Uh do we have a Golden Pounce nominee? Because I've got one. There's As I always pounces. do. There's a, there's a lot of pounces. There's like, a lot of pounces. Superpower pounces. I want to. Do you guys have any nomination? You want to hear mine? Uh, I'd like to hear yours. Sure, you let's do. hear it. I want to give it to Haraka, the space steed that Jor-El rides at the beginning of the movie. Uh, it's named the repeatedly. Dragonfly. Yeah, it's named repeatedly so that you can have that name on the action on figure. Jor-El <laughs> in his battle armor. Mom, I wanted Haraka. This is Thraka. That's right, idiot. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and the mother it's got explains a blue to her child that it doesn't matter because both are dead. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and then you get a grim Warner Herzog yes. voiceover. <laughs> Do you have anything better than Haraka? Uh, there's a polar bear. Yo, it's uh, not bad. There is a polar, polar bear. It's bear. not on fire. Henry Cavill's no. on fire. He is. No, He's yeah. a man on fire. He's a man. Although he loses his shirt before... He even makes it to that oil rig, so... Have you seen his pecs, Andrew? No uh, shirt can contain him. Yeah, you, that guy who chucked beer at him can see them, like, <laughs> like glistening through his shirt that was moist from the beer that he threw Yeah, he can him. also shoot lasers out of his nipples. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fembot. He is. Um, so are we giving it to the polar bear that I'm hoping they rented from some sort of animal acting agency? Yeah, that or polar it's, bear. Or it's, or it's, like, a, or it's, it's Andy Serkis in a... In a Creed what about um, <laughs> what about some of the Kryptonians who pounce? Like, they didn't have enough uh, charisma. I mean, one pounce. Not like Caracas. One pounce. pounce is through a explosion. That's a pretty good pounce. That's a leap. It's not a pounce. You have to be on okay, your haunches to pounce. Oh, on your haunches. Yeah. Okay. Like the the fucking one that you pulled from X Men Origins Wolverine is perfect because he is full blown <laughs> on all fours, yes. leaping through the air, leaping through World War Two. <laughs> yeah, classy. Um... I don't know, Costa. What do you? How That's do you feel? That's why they call it the Pounce of Normandy. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh. 
God. <laughs> P day? I got nothing. Uh, um, <laughs> the uh. No, I don't have a golden pounce. What the hell? There's nothing on fire. Whatever, Haraka. Thanks, you Haraka. It. You got Haraka. it. Haraka, congratulations. Which is great. I know you've I got a lot of rewards. I think Haraka fights uh, Man of Steel in uh, that Injustice <laughs> game, right? Or that uh, DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat? What the hell are you talking, are you talking <laughs> about? Haraka, right? Uh, Haraka. <laughs> not Baraka. That was, you're, this, this, yeah. like, this joke got away from you faster than the movie. <laughs> Uh, anyways. I'd like to apologize <laughs> yeah. to, uh, yeah, everyone. So, Andrew Wallace. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's say you're a super-powered, uh, gentleman mm. or lady, and you're, you know, you, you've got a lot of shit to do. You don't want to sit by Mixler listening in. If you want to, uh, I listen. barely have time to save people. In fact, I don't. Okay. So, yeah. Um, if you're in a fist fight with your alien brother, with the dude who, who, who killed your, your parents and your, you know, who, who I, does he know that he killed? No. No. Okay. If no. You were, but I do. If okay. You, if you're, if you've got a lot to do. And you want to listen to us on the go. Oh, I'm How a, do you do uh, that? I'm a, you know, uh, nihilistic alien <laughs> who's on the go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How do you do that? Oh, uh, well, there's there's lots of things that you can do. One, you can, um, you know, pry an iPhone from the cold, dead hands of a uh, human civilian. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and you can go to iTunes and you can find us. We are uh, on the uh, the podcast store there. We're under normal movies. And how much does people. it cost? I have a lot of money. So oh, you I have a lot spend, of money. I can spread it ridiculously. How much per episode? Well, you could just mail us an envelope of that cash if you really want okay. to. And <laughs> but we'll, in the we'll immediate, that. in the immediate, how much is it's, it? It costs nothing. It is absolutely t- free. Get out wow. of town. We're giving this away. Get out of town. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I need this job. I, <laughs> All right. I, I can't leave town. Anyways, uh, I mean, I should because buildings are falling. Jesus. But yeah. Um, Whoa. No, he doesn't mean in this. He means in the world. In the, in the, in the, in the yeah, in the, the fictional little, universe. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, of Zack Snyder's terrible world. And let's yes. say you're, you're as all people are, uh, a website aficionado. Like, you want to collect am. as many websites as you can. Yes. Uh, how would you be able to get to our website? Well, you got to go on your, uh, your, your favorite website collector, uh, you know, the uh, <laughs> Firefox or Chrome, you know, yeah. the desktop collectors. And you've got to enter in uh, a URL. It's it's a long one, so so get get ready. Hold on, I'm getting my get notes your, out. Yeah, yeah, get your get your pen and paper out. Yeah. Um the 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 URL is normalmovies.com. I missed that. So okay, so it's 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 the word normal. Yeah. Then movies. Yeah. No space. No space. Because that won't space. work. Anybody okay. who knows how to use a website <laughs> collector knows that the spaces website won't work. Collector. This is like translated from another uh, language. Yeah. If you put in normalmovies.com, you can see our site that is also still free. Oh, with all of free? our episodes are there. Free, free on the internet. On the internet. Jeez. Isn't that crazy? What will they think of next? Yeah. I don't know. Andrew, you're too we, we, kind. Well, we've, we've lost our minds. Yeah. We, we really should, should ask for money, but, yeah. but we don't. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yes. And I've just watched Man of Steel, so I know a thing or two about outrageous things. Mm-hmm. You will believe for, a site can be free. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we're going to do a new game to decide who goes first in the Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh, wow. Um, I... Since it's it's so much fun. Is this fun. the introduction to our game cinematic universe? Uh, no, because that started <laughs> when we started the run. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, wow. All right. Um, I've got catching up to do. Yeah, you do. You've got to watch all, have the marathon. Uh, so in order to decide who gets to go first, you guys will both trade 
um, naming the Man of Steel's many pre-crisis powers, according to a Wikia page that I consulted. Uh, there's, there's like, there's like 15 of them. Um, so you guys, and we'll start alphabetically with Alex because that's how we always go. Damn it. When was, when was that? Between the forties and the eighties. Oh, um, so this is before they like depowered him a little bit to, to because before mm-hmm. they realized that he can't he can't be absolutely invincible. Oh god! And he, we also can't make up new superpowers on a weekly basis when we need to. So you know, okay. just give me, this is from um, I don't know who he is, but Superman.wikia.com lists his pre-crisis <laughs> superpowers. So that's my source here. So Alex, go first. Give me a superpower. Super strength. Correct. That's the first one. Andrew, what's a superpower? Durability or invincibility. Correct. Um, Alex. Super speed. Correct. Andrew. Heat vision. Yes. Or laser eyes. Yes. Ice breath. Um, yes. Or, yeah, it's called super breath or... Whatever. Um, yeah. X-ray vision. Yep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say super hearing. That is right. Andrew, um, this is where it starts getting ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So. Uh, I believe some sort of telepathy or mind control. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yes, it's uh, called <laughs> mental powers. Mental powers. Yes, yeah. the most horrid shit fucking. Actually, you know what? I have to give you two credits for that because it also lists hypnotism. So awesome. that's a sort. Right. That's, a, that's a form Damn of. It. That's okay. a form of mind control. So, Alex, there are three more, and then I did, I got two more extra ones in case you guys somehow got through this. <laughs> You're doing great, though. Um, I'm fucked if you get anything, Acosta. I got Yeah, nothing. at this point, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, I'm thinking of abilities, and I don't know if they're, like, a separate power. Um, well, I'll be the judge of that. Some random shit. Superman's done. Oh, man. Is there a separate category for like breathing in space? Um, yes. It's it's under the uh, under the like I'll give that to you because it's under the the doctrine of super stamina, meaning he doesn't require things that any human needs, like air or food or rest or water. All right, yeah. So super stamina. Would you would you? Uh, include like telekinesis as a mental power. I would, yes. Oh, okay, that's a part of it. Damn it! Hypnotism um, <laughs> is so good. I'm mad at Oh god. <laughs> okay, well, he's got okay. If he's got super stamina, that doesn't explain him eating all those burgers really fast. <laughs> he has no use for those. It's just empty calories. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, I am. You're gonna kick yourself for missing this one. Right, so far as it would never occur to any sane person yeah. that this was one of Superman's powers. I don't, okay, so I'm thinking I'll of like the super dickery. Uh, I believe oh, that's still a form of hypnotism. Well, give me. Con- uh, I was going to say like convincing Lois to marry him, mostly through coerced <laughs> threats. Um, <laughs> uh God. Uh, weather control. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> No, you know all right, sadly. Uh, uh, can I take a guess real please. Uh, is Can he talk to animals? Uh, no, he can't. Oh, that's I, I mean, a great he probably, one, though. He probably can, but it wasn't on the list. So here's the ones that you missed. Uh, healing factor? 
What do you mean? Oh, he's super, he can oh, heal. Like, oh. he can regenerate tissue, apparently. But he's invincible. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. I didn't want to say that because it was before he went into that healing coma when he died. And I was like, oh. He, like, you better not say that. He's been given the, power, the ability to self-duplicate. <laughs> he was. And finally, he was given the, the, the biggest superpower that you ever need which is called super ventriloquism so it's the ability to to project his voice to make it sound like he's somewhere where he isn't i knew i was forgetting like a really stupid power shit that's on the cover of comics and shit yeah there's the super kiss as well but that i would i would put that under the Uh, mental powers okay but you guys did great um so (laughs) excellent stuff so uh alex you won there oh god so do you want to go first or second um I will go first. All right. Um, I'm going to give you five uh, quotes here, and you got to tell me if uh, I'm referring to Man of Steel or another movie about a hero who doesn't know his own strength. I'm talking about the Of Mice and Men yes, adaptation. I knew it. Good <laughs> uh, God. Directed I'm, by Gary Sinise. I'm uh, so lost. <laughs> so, are uh, you ready? Yeah. Which it. which movie was called Sometimes Poetic, Sometimes Crude? It's a trick question. Man of Steel. Correct. Wow. That's New York Times. That's good. Um, which one was called um, Lyrical, Stirring, and Beautifully Acted? <sighs> Mice and Men? Yes. Entertainment It's Weekly. a reverse trick question. Yeah, man. Okay. So a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Andrew, I didn't ask for your input. Okay. What is... Um, here, um, happily, blank has approached it not with the awe of an English professor, but with the practical eye of a craftsman. Here are solid characters, a taut and emotional story, a beginning, a middle, and a wrenching end. Trick question, Man of Steel. No, it's of Mice and uh, Man. <laughs> it was a normal question. Normal Shit, question for normal people. Um... <laughs> Which which one was said? What was said of? Uh, of is this one? Uh, fuck me. Starting again. <laughs> All right. Perhaps didn't cry out to be done, but proves so overwhelmingly insistent in its size and strength that it's hard not to give in. Man of Steel. Yes, Hollywood Reporter. Half. Oh, sorry. Which one was called a mournful, distantly heard lament for the loss of American innocence? Oh no. Mice and men, please. Yes, thank God. Thank That's from God. the New York Times. Oh, my goodness. Four to five. Um, what I would call for Andrew an insurmountable score. But we'll see. <laughs> you ready? To, three to five, right? He got four to five. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Um, I'm going to give you... Uh, this, was a, this was an obvious one. I, I, I would hope that you saw this one coming, Andrew. Um, you've, got, uh, you've got five quotes. Is it from uh, Man of Steel or another man movie with Henry Cavill? The man from Uncle. Oh, God. You ready? Oh. All right, yeah. These are all negative reviews. Oh, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Slow, lethargic, and utterly lacking in charm. Man of Steel? Man from Uncle. Wow, all right. The best you know for is a tie. Um, it all winds up feeling hollow and even slightly oppressive. An enforced sense of fun jabbed within quotation marks. Man from Uncle? Yes, because right. no one would accuse Man of Steel of being fun. Um... <laughs> A lot of energy and effort has gone into this endeavor, and I can't say some of it's not fun, but more of it, alas, is just tedious. Man from Uncle? Yes. Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, 
Cavill broods handsomely, but this <laughs> reboot skimps on fun and romance. <laughs> Man of Steel. Yes. All right. <laughs> Well-picked quote. Yes, yeah. I thought that was great. Um, My compliments to the chef. Go ahead. The, the chief problem here is one of rhythm and balance in the storytelling and directing. <laughs> the most generic fucking wow, goal okay. you can get. Man of Steel? Yeah, tie has been achieved. Oh, all right. You shouldn't have spoiled all those other powers, dude. I should have fucking not spoiled those powers. All right, well... um, Fucking hell, I didn't have a tiebreaker ready. <laughs> um, uh, let's... Uh, oh, you know what? You know what? I, I Talk amongst yourselves quickly, because I have an idea. Uh, so, Acosta... Well, Andrew. Uh, what's your favorite part of The Man of Steel? Oh, my favorite part? Yes. Um, well, right at the end, you know how there's that joke where Lois Lane says, Welcome to the planet? Yes. Well, my favorite part is right after that when the movie's fucking over. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's, <laughs> okay. that's pretty good. I got it. I got one. I got right. the, the category right. is done. I'm back on – I'm on the dc.wikia.com. Um, Great. I'm going to ask you guys to go back and forth because we've got time to do this, right? All right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we, I'm going to be asking you guys about my by far favorite type of kryptonite, red kryptonite. Oh, man. Which causes weird fucking shit to happen to, to Superman for uh, 24 to 48 hours according to this. Um, uh, okay. So it could do anything. It's just, it was used as a device to make Superman act out of character. Uh, so, so, uh, Andrew, you can go first. You can tell me, <laughs> tell me how, just tell me shit that happened, has happened to Superman when he's been exposed to red kryptonite. Man, now I'm really glad I watched Smallville. Uh, okay. Uh, According to this, if it's not on the wiki, it's not fair game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then... Uh, I believe that it reduces or completely removes any inhibitions. Uh, yes, personality alteration. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, let me. I have to take complete guesses at this point. Dramatic changes in size. That is a hundred percent correct. Transformed into a dwarf is on this list. <laughs> uh, As is transformed into a giant. Oh. So okay. I will give you credit for both. Are you are you applying size transformations as a specific type of transformation or no? There's there's way more okay pers- uh, transformations as well. Just he just did size transformations. Okay, just size transform said- into an animal. Uh, you know what? I will give it to you because it says transforms into a dragon. That's an animal. That's an animal. God damn it. Yeah. All right. What the fuck? Okay. That's some gibberish, dog. Um. Uh, um. Let me think. What else could happen in one of those old shitty DC <laughs> comics? Um, he probably amnesia. Just you amnesia. are hundred percent correct. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> Rendered amnesiac. <laughs> you guys are excellent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Some of these are are absolutely uh, batshit insane. Uh, is duplication one of them? Oh, yes, you are are fucking right. (laughs) Gained, generated an evil doppelganger. Of course. Good job, Andrew. There we go. Back to Alex. All right. Um, uh, oh god, it's like, um, Let's see, what happens in those old comics? He has to eat a lot, he has to get married a lot. A lot of that's Jimmy Olsen. Um, <laughs> ah, that's true. Yeah. He has to marry, like, apes and whatever. 
Um, I'm gonna say he... Does it... Can I count just, like, straight up, like, losing powers? You, you, does, you haven't said that? That it, is fair game. Loss of power right here. All right. Okay. Back to Andrew. Um... All right, so personality changes. You can specify, like, personality alteration is one, but there are specific ways his personality is transformed that I will give you credit. Oh, okay. Um, Like, uh, becoming aggressive. Yep. Increased aggression. Became evil. Okay, became, yes, okay. I'll give that to you. Wait, what what was the word? Sorry. He said became evil. Like, like he said, like he said that, like, became angry or aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So, like, personality alteration and turning evil are both on this list. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, what else would happen to I mean, if we run out of this, we could just go with like types Superman. of kryptonite in those comics. Yeah, but this is way funnier <laughs> because the ideas that they came up with, like, these are all okay. things that happened to him in, like, a week. Like, okay. he just, like, every week he has to come up with these horrifying, like, body-changing things. <laughs> it's a Cronenberg. It is, yeah. yeah. Just like, uh, just like Fantastic he, Four. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, does he literally change bodies like with another character a hundred percent correct mental transference (laughs) wow holy shit (laughs) i would accuse you of outright cheating but i know you're too honest for that like you were not scrupulous yeah oh man uh i'm just (laughs) you just have ideas from like teen titans episodes at this point yeah uh like causes uh causes unconsciousness like it puts him in a coma um uh, you know what i'll give it to you because okay. it has it has a loss of balance and manual dexterity uh that's you wouldn't give it you wouldn't no, give that's, yeah, that? i'm not yeah, that's like i think i'm out yeah that's yeah okay that's yeah. fair yeah no. i was willing to give you the benefit of the doubt considering you have zero frame of reference but fuck you all right fair enough. okay so alex as usual you win uh, let me just read some other ones that you guys missed. I don't know how you missed the fact that he transformed into an ant-headed humanoid. What okay. He both turned evil and transformed into a lunatic. Uh, well, okay. Two, two, one, like two separate things. Okay, they all, okay, those are, yeah. Rendered temporarily blind to anything colored green. Um, ever, that's a really him, specific get. <laughs> all right. Does it ever turn him into Super Baby? It's not on this list, but I'm sure it has. Um, uh, excessive hair growth. It says <laughs> that he's gained telepathy. I don't know how that, <laughs> that interferes with his, his existing power. telepathy, but whatever. It cancels um, out. Lost his invulnerability along the left side of his body, which is really upsetting. That's like yeah. that Star Trek episode. Yeah. There's another Superman who's invincible on only the left side of his That's body. That's really funny. Oh. Uh, and the last one, oh, growth of extra limbs is fucking hysterical. And finally, <laughs> the one that I'm sure will be close to Andrew's heart, his, temporarily, his temporary inability to speak or write anything but Kryptonese. <laughs> oh, no way. He speaks in tongues. <laughs> He's just... I was going to say, like, he forgets English, but I thought that was too stupid. Nope. Nothing is too stupid. Nothing is too stupid. (laughs) Excellent work. I have to start doing that for every single fucking week because it's way more fun than just (laughs) deciding who goes first by guessing fucking uh, IMDb scores. So anyways, Andrew, why don't you make a sandwich? Sure. Oh, man. Uh, This is going to be a tough one because I genuinely don't know where to put this because it is both it's both well produced but like 
so horrifically flawed. <sighs> I don't know. All right. I will probably put this. I'm probably going to put this higher than most of you are going to put it. I uh, fucking definitely will. Uh, I am going to put this at number 24. Whoa. Jeez. Whoa. Yeah. So Whoa. the top slice of bread is Thor the Dark World, then Jesus. Man of Steel, and then Iron Man 2. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. We're going it, way the fuck down for me. I just um, really like that first contact sequence. That's it. That's all. We're, okay. we're going all the way down to uh, wow to number thirty four. Woo! So uh, you've got uh, you've got uh, Amazing Spider Man on top. Then you've got fucking Man of Steel. And then you've got surrogates. Good lord! <laughs> An excellent sandwich. Uh, Alex, why don't you uh, make one? You guys put that way higher than I thought you were. Actually, really? I think I'm the lowest. Then, yeah, um, this because I can't. I, want, I can't justify that this is legit, like literally worse than like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's what it comes down yeah. to as well for me. Or like like Batman and Robin. Like it's not like this isn't like a farce. Yeah. Anyways, Alex, oh, where, are you, I was, where well, are you going to put this farce? Put it, I was going to put it right under League of Extraordinary. Go for Gentlemen. it. There you man. go. Uh, number 40, that means, Jesus. Wow, um, okay. Yeah, I actually don't care I, for this film. It's, Jordan, you said this way earlier tonight, but, yeah. you, like, you mentioned that I just immediately did not like this movie, which you didn't follow up with the other side of this anecdote, really, which is because you guys had that list that yeah. you rattled off earlier, uh, you guys both were, it, like, exceeded your low expectations. So you were like, this movie's fine, and I was like, insisting it was not. I was yeah. telling you, like, no. It turns out you're um, correct. Well, yeah, I, just, I think that all the parts that aren't just, like, miserable, like, like you know, murderous rampages are super boring. Like, super duper boring. I'm not interested in this movie in the slightest. Yeah. Andrew likes that Krypton part at the beginning where you, you guys were like, this is a good intro. And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> I was just not boring. buying a minute of it. You were not a Haraka uh, fan. Yeah. yeah. No, not not in the slice. So that means League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is right above this movie. Yeah, but it's still above it's still above Blade Trinity. You know, there's certain levels where you're also just like, okay. written by David S. Goyer. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, would you well, rather like, ride a brothers. Bengal tiger or that like Kryptonian flying beast, Haraka? <laughs> oh yeah, Haraka is my homeboy. Like yeah, okay. Um, hey Alex, um, you've got some really great choices here, and by really great, I mean um, short. They're each um each of these movies is a tight hour and a half, which is nice. Oh, nice. Um, are you are we choosing um the long passed over uh, Astro Boy with Nick Cage, or future number one hit The Adventures of Fuckboy and Lava Girl in three D? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh. Um, let's see. I had no idea that Boy? Nick Cage was in Astro Boy. Yeah, but... he's, he's not the voice of Astro Boy, but he's definitely one of the voices. Oh, okay. Really? Is it like Freddie Highmore? Yeah, something? it's Freddie Highmore. Yeah, okay. is, uh, yeah. is, is Astro Boy? Um, the, it's the the minute difference between them. Alex is one. <laughs> I think uh, I think Astro Boy is ninety four, and Fuckboy and Lava Girl is ninety three. <laughs> you see um, the real titles? <laughs> I okay. The Adventures of Fuckboy and Lava Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh. The Fuck Adventures of Fuckboy and Lava Fuck. I'm like a profane child. 
You're just you earn our explicit tag on iTunes I sure do. every week. Yeah. If you're yeah. a family friendly show and you just want to hear some people talk about the Avengers of Fuckboy and Lava Girl in 3D, you're gonna have to look elsewhere. So, Alex, which movie are we gonna watch? Not the Adventures of Fuckboy and Lava Girl. Oh, back to hell with Boy. you. I wanna watch Astro Boy. That sounds yeah, fun as hell, it dog. sounds, it sounds yeah. pretty innocuous. All right. Hey, um, you know what's really good? It's what? the Astro Boy Game Boy Advance game. Again, right? I do hear that's treasure, really right? good. Yeah, treasure it's made really that? good. It's treasure made. Treasure. It, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Well, this this Superman show has really gone uh, off the rails. Yeah. Uh, anyways, okay. I'm gonna sign off for myself, Jordan, for Andrew. Thanks for listening. For Alex. See ya. For Haraka. Also, <laughs> uh, stay normal. What do you want me to call this second episode? Um, Man of Steel Returns. <laughs> Done. Yes. All right. You're a genius. Thank you.